Welcome to Cybercast. Hello, everybody. It's Cybercast number zero five zero, and we have our usual cast today. We have in the house, Mr. Clay Daly. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Ty Polak? What's up, Mr. Dick Daly? What's going on? And George Truly, Tosh Polak. And um, today is, an, is a very exciting episode for me. I've uh, been dying to talk acapella with you guys. So today we're talking about the new album by Pentatonix, um, which is also called Pentatonix. Um, just to give you a little bit of background, uh, Pentatonix is an acapella group. Um, they have five members and they came together around the third season of the Sing-Off, which is an American talent show for acapella music and they formed especially for that show and they went on to win that season and afterwards well first of all they they got dropped from that label that they got signed to as a part of winning that contest and after that they just started building their their uh, momentum from youtube and that is where they got real major traction Um, along the way they released a couple of eps um and a christmas album as well but now they have their first full-length album with mostly original music um so so before we dive right into it um i would like to ask you guys well, what is your previous exposure to this group uh sorry clay for me it it, it was youtube um i used to I, I you know i like acapella and uh i did a search for just different different groups and uh they they just kept coming back for for doing really good stuff. Yeah, there there was there was some point that you just couldn't get around them anymore. Yeah, pretty Do much. Do you remember which video it was? Or um, you know, I don't remember. All right. What about you, Ty? Any previous exposure? Not really. I think I do think I did see the Daft Punk uh, video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, he got to know them through you. So, through Tosh? Through, yeah, through Tosh. And I bet the label that dropped them kind of regrets it right now. Uh, they definitely <laughs> regret it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and about the Def Punk video, um, I think that's one of their best watched videos. And they actually won a Grammy for that arrangement. Nice. Uh, earlier this year. Nice. Um, yeah, so... Uh, in, what ca- hmm? in what category? Yeah, I what think category? it's for best uh, acapella or orchestral arrangement, something like that. It's one of the categories that doesn't show up uh, in the main show. Mm. Mm, Did it show okay. up or no? No, not in the main show. Oh, okay. Yeah, there are only a few categories that show up in the main show, of course. Yeah, no. But uh, I thought because that band was kind of getting some uh, attention, it might have put it in. May- maybe for this album, who knows? Yeah, yeah. So, so you dick uh, any previous exposure? No, no. I was uh, uh, whenever you mentioned them first, which was before this album. 
Um, but no, I didn't have any previous exposure. All right. Yeah, for, for myself, I, I've been a part of an acapella group myself since uh, 2009. looking on YouTube for some inspiration. And it was around the time that that song by Gautier was really big. You know, somebody mm -hmm. that I used to know, and they did a cover of it. Yeah, so and, and back then also I w never heard of them before and was like, okay, what what is this? And then I started uh, I started down a rabbit hole. I, I <laughs> looked at that entire season that they were, they were a part of, and yeah, just uh, snowballed from there. I mean, uh, they call hardcore fans of the pentatonics they call them pentaholics, and nice. um, <laughs> I'm I'm an uh, unapologetic uh, pentaholic. <laughs> They've had three <laughs> concerts uh, in in the Netherlands. I've been to all of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm I'm really looking forward to the next one. But uh, okay, so let's uh, let's dive into the the album. Um, I guess I guess we'll just take the 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 track listing uh, by by order. Um. Yeah. So, what do you guys think of the opener? The the opener is the na 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 song, right? Side. Oh, 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 hey. Let's go tiptoe on a tightrope, falling zone. 
shoulders, spread your wings and fly. Oh, 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 hey. You'll see so clearly. Why I'm always feeling free. Yeah, it's three knots. No, no, no. Three. Oh, I said, what I said, two? <laughs> so you said, I think you said four. Oh, four. <laughs> it's a good opener. That's not one of the songs that was originally released uh, in the pre-release, right? Uh, no, in the pre-release like, you had Can't three of Sleep them Love. You had, right. Um, you had uh, Where Are You Now? You had a couple of covers. Yeah, yeah. Where Are You Now? Cheerleader. And, and then Can't Sleep Love with Tink is also one of them that was out uh, right. before the release, right? So three of them were out. Yeah. Well, four. So which which was what the fourth? Yeah. So Can't is Sleep that... Love twice, and then uh, Where Are You Now and Cheerleader. Oh, cheerleader, right? Yes, cheerleader. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, no, no, wasn't one of the the pre-released uh, songs. Not one of my favorites, but a good song, good start. <laughs> you didn't like the opener. Thoughts, Ty? It kind of sets the tone a little bit, like really. Yeah, we're gonna make a party out of this, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I liked it, but not one of my favorites too. I do have to agree with you that they really uh, start energetically with that song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that's sort of the general uh, thought that I have for the for the first couple of tracks for the album. They're re- really trying to get uh, some energy going. Also, Sing is just this epic sort of hype song. Yeah, definitely Sing. Yeah. 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 Um, what what I know uh, about sort of how that song came about is that they were inspired by uh, Walk Like an Egyptian. Which, if you really listen really? to it, it does shine through a little bit with that, the melody. Right, right. That is true. Yeah, I, I, I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, whenever... So I have the album on, on basically repeat, right? And so when, when Can't Sleep Love with Think is done, um, when when this song starts, Na 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 Na, or Na Na Na, when that starts, <laughs> it actually feels right. You know, like going from Can't Sleep Love to that song. It's a good transition. Yeah. And uh, okay, so a good opener, I guess. And then it transitioned back into Can't Sleep Love as that is the second track of the album. Right. Uh Yeah. Tell me, am I going crazy?
exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is the first. Yeah, it was the f I think it was the first single. Well, besides release, Cheerleader right? that they, that they released uh, before this album came out. Right. Yeah, I think I heard that song. I was caught myself singing that song. It is it's one of those, right? It's really yeah. uh, an earworm they call it. Yes, exactly. I I love that song. Yeah. Um, it, it is that is that a cover? No. Okay, no. so that's. It sounded like a cover. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful song. I mean. I I think it's a great song. I don't know how like how how do you guys uh, feel about it versus the one with Dink? Um, I actually didn't listen to that one. Oh, that's the one at the end, right? Why. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't I don't remember that either. Cause, um, but I I did listen to the first one a couple times. Yeah, like you what know do the, you one think, think, the, the one with Tink. The one with Tink is not bad actually. I mean, what the only thing they did is they took that verse that that she did. And mm -hmm. they inserted it, inserted it at the end of the bridge. So mm. they basically just extended the bridge with that verse. And I, I think her her tone of voice kind of fits the energy of the song. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is sort of a, a Justin Timberlake like song to begin with. Yeah. And uh, you know, Tink Definitely. Tink being Timberlake's uh, a Timberland's uh, protege. Um, yeah, it sort of it sort of connects. And she has, uh, especially at the end of her verse, she has a bit of a sing-songy, uh, yeah, sort of cadence, which really works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm listening to it right now, and it kind of fits me. I think they and they, and they cleverly uh, insert okay. her into the video as well, because uh -huh. uh, in that part of the video they're they're just in front of a black background, so all that they had to do was film her in front of a black background and uh, <laughs> just <laughs> insert. We're done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> new video. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they did. Yeah, that's all they did. Okay. All right. Yeah, for me, it's definitely an uh, an album highlight. Yes, I would agree. I mean, it was also for me the first bit of original music that that came out, you know, by them in a long time because they were previously just busy with touring, uh, recording this album, and yeah, their output was really low. Right. Do I we mean, know uh, who? Do we know who wrote it? Um. Yeah, Taylor Parks was one of the co-writers. I mean, uh, Avi, uh, the bass singer, and Kevin, the beatboxer, mm -hmm. they were the main writers, and they got help from Taylor Parks. I think she's That's on awesome. a, Taylor Parks is on a couple of tracks. If I'm not That's mistaken. pretty awesome. Yeah, I think all all of the songs were in in, in somehow uh, 
in col- collaboration with another songwriter or multiple songwriters. Okay, that's pretty good. And I think that's a clever move by them to not just go about it by themselves because especially if 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 the expectations are so high. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, I think, to uh, to stay focused and to come up with a cohesive product. You don't agree? To oh. that, that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm just thinking a lot. Like, uh, on the one hand, I would agree. On the other hand, I would like to see just one song that to- they totally came up with and like really created. Because now you can really see like, hmm. There's no, there's not on a track. That's just theirs. Um, but but who 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 of all of the artists that are out now writes their own stuff? I mean, there are, no. there's a minority of them. No, no. But the thing is, there are five of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so they can write it with the five of them. Yeah, but basically. but uh, you know, <laughs> songwriting is is one of those things that is yeah, simply yeah. impossible to do with uh, with a group. Yeah, or at yeah, least I a totally group of five, that. you know. So, um, I mean, mm-hmm. arranging—that is something different. That is something they've already always done collaboratively. Also, with one of the unsung heroes of Pentatonix, that's Ben Bran. Uh, he's been with them from the beginning, and he's uh, responsible for a lot of the arrangements. He needs to be applauded. Uh huh. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Musically, they—they all—it's always a collaborative effort, even if they don't write the, all the lyrics. Uh, you know. Uh, you know, with the five of them. Right. And I guess not all of them have the same, uh, I guess the same ability when it comes to songwriting. I mean, what you see is that basically uh, Scott, the the lead singer and uh, baritone, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Kevin and Avi, they are most consistently uh, writing throughout the album. Okay. Yeah. And I guess that sort of makes sense. I mean, uh, especially Kevin and uh Avi, they they are both really classically trained musicians. Oh, are they? Yeah, um, I think uh, Avi is an opera major, and uh, Kevin, well, he's just a, a Renaissance man. I mean, he's a concert cellist. Hmm. Um, yeah, he, he actually has an EP, right? Yeah, his own EP. Yeah, I've listened to a couple of tracks. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Julio. <laughs> That's how. That's actually the song that got him onto Pentatonix. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I saw that because I actually watched the whole concert, <clears throat> right? And he performed that uh, on the concert as well. And he told like, "This is the song that got me onto Pentatonix." Yeah, the the Yahoo like, live, okay. live stream, right? Is that the one you watched? Yeah, 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 the Yahoo live stream. Yeah, and it was a great piece of music for starters I'm like I didn't know you could play like that on a cello mm. right? yeah with the rhythm and the 
the harmonizing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Almost kind of sounded like a put in a note electric guitar sort of. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. So just to make it clear for people who haven't heard it, um, Julio is is a classical uh, cello piece that uh, Kevin um, adapted by adding beatbox. So he actually does mm-hmm. cello and beatboxing at the same time. Mm. And when uh, Pentatonix was being formed, uh, you know, at the time of the sing-off, so the the um, the three, I guess, the three main singers, uh, uh, Scott, Mitch, and uh, Kirsty, uh, well, they they used to be a trio already. They they were they were high school friends and used to high make school, music together right. already. And they were looking for a bass singer and a beatboxer for the the sing-off. And well, Avi they found through a mutual friend, and then Kevin they just found on YouTube because he just released a video of that song, um, where he plays cello and beatbox at the same time. So they thought that, hey, that was we need, to, we need to get this guy. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That was back in 2011, eh? 2011, yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Also, uh, um, Kevin graduated pre-med at Yale, and he speaks. Uh, fluent Mandarin, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, this is crazy. This guy, I mean, he's just uh, unreal. It's, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, and I think it's really funny that he now makes a living beatboxing. <laughs> 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 All right, but anyway, um, um, let's go to to the next track. Uh, a sing. Yeah. was also uh, a, a video that they released oh, mm-hmm. what do you guys think I didn't see the video yeah I don't know yeah. it's like a very energetic uh, yeah. sound yeah I mean it starts with hand clapping and just Scott belting oh his yeah the out. hand clapping yeah, yeah right um, and I guess it's meant for, to, to, to get them some radio play and that's is, what it's made for is it playing on the radio this one over there for you guys because I, I, it's not here is it dick my probably not i mean i don't listen to the radio radio yeah that's so. true, me too me neither <laughs> i wouldn't know do you guys have any favorite tracks from it from the, the album no i do or, or, or are you just gonna call them out as we pass them what the fa- uh, favorites uh-huh. oh i definitely have favorites well maybe that makes sense to do i mean uh let's let's take a round of that since you well, asked I, the question I, I, uh dick uh-huh. do you have any favorites uh well like I said I caught caught myself singing can't sleep uh can't sleep love but actually I like rose gold started like a movie scene once upon a London street oh Tried to play it like James Dean Cigarettes in my sleeve Oh, 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 oh. 
Like, yep. like if that 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 to me, it, it makes this album. Really? Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, I like it. Like I that one, I I probably played that one maybe five times a day. Uh huh. Beautiful. Well, see, I play this more like background. I've been this is my my I'm done with school this, after this week, so mm-hmm. thankful for that. But I'm in finals, so I just had this background music. I didn't get to like delve into it. Mm. I've had it on like, a study yeah. music as well. Yeah, it sort of works. Yeah, yeah it doesn't, doesn't really interfere, but it is it is uh, it's it's a beat. And but I'm saying that one stuck out. I like it. Right. So so what is it about Rose Gold then? I don't know. Maybe the way it starts. Uh, I don't know. It's just a good song. It's it's gorgeous, man. I mean, um, that that that's that's one of the originals, right? Um. Okay. Uh, for the main album, so what we're talking about now is the deluxe version. But for the main album, you have thirteen tracks, mm-hmm. uh, out of which only one is a, is an, is a cover, which oh, okay. is uh, "If I Ever Fall in Love" by Jason Derulo, by Shy. Uh, yeah. or with Jason Derulo. With Jason, uh, yeah, that's yeah. by Shy, right? Yeah, yeah. by Shy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, for the deluxe version, you get four extra tracks. Cheerleader, yeah, is uh, is also a cover, isn't it? Is a cover. Uh, Where yeah. are you now? Is a cover. Uh, which is on the deluxe on. version only. Um, th- 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 lean on, lean on, mm-hmm. and then another uh, rendition of "Can't Sleep Love." So there are four covers in total in, on this mm. album. For for me, like uh, uh, the the fact that uh, the shy cover is on the regular album, um, it's surprising to me. Why? Because it's a cover. It, well, mm, how do I say this? It is one of my least favorite songs on the album. Uh, I would agree. It, it it kind of in a way like it's especially the way it starts. It it makes me sort of almost cringe. Um, it doesn't hmm. start well. The very first time that I saw your brown eyes. Your lips said hello, and I said hi. I knew right then you were the one. But I was caught up in physical attraction. But to my satisfaction, maybe you were more than just a face. And if I like, it ends a lot better than it starts. When I first hear it, 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 it hits me like, you know, like when you hear people trying to sing Whitney Houston songs or uh, Boyz II Men songs, they just, it, it just, it, it, you it think it's just, overdone or what? 
it didn't hit the spot. It's almost like it, it it was over their head. It was not something that you know they they weren't ready for this that song yet. Maybe <laughs> really, and that's what that's how no, I felt. But it's really a classic, it's, which is hard to touch. Exactly, right? it's one of those songs that back in the days when you heard it, you're like, "Wow, this is an awesome song." And then didn't they acapella it, right? Yes, right. <laughs> The very first time that I saw your brown eyes, your lips said hello and I said hi. I knew right then you were the one, but I was caught up in physical. Yeah. Right. But they had two versions. They didn't only have acapella. If I ever fall in love again, next time the lady will be just like you. The very first time that I saw your brown eyes, your lips said hello and I said hi. Of of the uh, of this song, the shy version, the shy, the shy. Uh, I thought that they only had an acapella version of it. No, they also had a different one. They do? I'm pretty sure. The I only know the acapella one. Oh you, oh, you mean you mean Shy itself, you mean? Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't remember. I think in an album. Mm, okay. Anyway, that's besides the point. No, no, uh, the thing about it is that, like, I don't know. I mean, there, there, there are basically two songs on this album that may that there are a few from that to me don't they don't sort of belong on this album. They belong together, perhaps on another album, right? But mm-hmm. like, if I ever fall in love, like to me, it starts off every time I I hear it, I actually hit next. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's fair enough. You know, and then it go. Then I had to hit next again. Actually, after I hit next, you don't like cracks. Wow. It's a, one of my least favorite songs. Really. It's actually, yeah, I don't like it at have, all. Have you seen them doing that song live? No. I mean, in no. terms of lead vocal, it's, it's I think, one of the best out of the entire album. Cracktus, for you? Hmm? It sounds it sounds like a religion. It sounds like a Bible song. Um, it sounds like <laughs> gospel. Um, you know, same thing with, uh, um, with, um, I mean, and I don't. I mean, I actually like this um, hall, the uh, light in the hallway. I like that song, but it sounds like like so cracked light in the hallway and um, um, what's the other one called? Um, I forgot the other one. Uh, but there are three songs on here that basically sound like they belong on a gospel album. Hmm, okay, yeah, I see. I see what you mean. I mean, you're you're taking this as a pop album, basically, and yeah, I do stylistically see don't belong. Okay, okay, I, d- um, I disagree, I, but uh, I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, go- gospel 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 has always been a part of their their style. No, no, I I totally get, I totally get that. I I see that. The thing is that like they, it's almost like uh, it's almost like. They're they're saying here here's a nice uh here's a nice snack and then they throw healthy bits in there right, um and they're like you know you, we're gonna get you to eat your medicines we're gonna stuff it in your you know <laughs> you know your eclair or whatever you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, no, no, I didn't have that feeling. Pharmacist analogy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, for, for me, 
um, I guess Rose Gold, I think, is one of the standout, let's say, productions out of the album. I mean, it's really um, pushing the boundaries of what you can do with uh, a cappella, basically. I mean, they, they make it sound like it's some sort of avant-garde pop song, mm-hmm. you know, a la Lord or, um, or Lana Del Rey or, or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, they make I themselves sound like they're sampled. I mean, uh, even uh, to, to that snare that that Kevin does, even right. that sounds s- sampled. You know, he, mm-hmm. he sort of the yeah, way he. Re- I totally got that feel too. Yeah, I mean, because of the way he attacks and releases his his, his drum sounds, it's almost uh, like it's a drum machine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, let me think. I mean, it's hard for me to choose uh, favorites. Um, New Year's Day, for some oh, reason, I really favorite. I really like. Falls in time We'll sing along with old Lang Syne And throw confetti high up into space Tomorrow morning when we wake This town will be a different place And the past will wash away like coffee stains We could be Kings of the world On top of the nation It's a celebration of the moments to come The city's on fire We're holding up lighters, raising them higher, and we've only begun. It's almost like a Coldplay song or a U2 song, uh, how epic it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard them say that's a really emotional song for them, and I can see how, you know, it's sort of a release of energy. I mean, it's it's about just letting the past be the past and moving forward, which uh, I guess uh, sort of fits their narrative. Um and take me home. Uh, I have a real soft spot for it because that is how I like them, you know, in close harmony, uh, strip, strip down. Yeah. You, you light up in the dark. You're the glow in a priceless work of art. Oh, I see, I see you shine inside. You're the light through my window from afar. Oh. And don't you forget The only thing that matters is your heartbeat going strong Oh, don't you forget That nothing else can matter Cause you know where I belong Oh, take me there Won't you take me there Won't you take me home 
take me there? Won't you take me there? Won't you take me home? We light up the sky. Heaven knows there's no such thing as goodbye. Take Me Home is a, is a beautiful one. Yeah, I like Take Me Home as well. That also kind of is biblical though, right? Or, or so? gospel. No. It's, I mean, it's gospel influence, but only because right. it's... I mean, um, Kevin, uh, he's, he's the main writer on this, and he um, he based it off of uh, Boys to Men and Toto, <laughs> of all things. <laughs> 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 he thought, okay, how can I make those two worlds come together? And this is basically the result. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's gospel with the finger snaps and the, and the fact that it is close harmony because that is something, mm-hmm. you know, uniquely gospel. But I guess if you, if you listen to a song like uh, Run To You... In the room, it was you who was standing there Tried, it was true As your glance met my stare But your heart drifted off Like the land split by sea I tried to go To follow To kneel down Which was uh, offered their second EP, mm-hmm. which is one of their, I guess, my favorite original by them ever. But that has that same sort of stripped down, uh, close harmony feeling, and I'm, I don't associate it with with uh, with gospel or uh, you know religion in any, in any way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like in um on on Twitter in on 10 16 2015 you you said uh uh light in the hallway was one of your favorites anymore <laughs> who me yeah what um, time was it playing what time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is, is it also morning? one of my favorites i mean um 
I mean, I, I keep switching favorites every time I listen to the album, but mm. um, yeah, I mean, Avi closed the the last EP that they did as well. Uh, that song was uh, Standing By. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, Avi just knows his way around uh, emotional songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a, a vulnerability in his voice that I really dig. And I mean, just the fact that it's... Uh, a lullaby, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody uh, has a has a right to switch favorites, Clay. No, no, no. I'm just asking because I it was I I actually like noted <laughs> no, it, was funny it in my like, notes. On this date, you said. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you on the 16th? <laughs> <laughs> No, hey, every I, time I meet a new girl, I have a new favorite. Oh gosh! <laughs> no, because because I'm it, it, when I was making my list of favorites, right? Um, on that date, Rose Gold, Can't Sleep Love, Where Are You Now, and Lean On were my favorites, right? And so I went to look at you guys' feeds, and so he was the only one who listed his favorite at that point. So I just took a note of it, um, mm-hmm. you know. And on that date, like I here looking at my notes, Cracked was my least favorite, and. Uh, so I didn't see, you know, I, I I could have gone back to look and to see w- what he listed again, but uh, I just decided to take a snapshot. <laughs> and, and hold me to it. <laughs> lean On is one of your favorites. Yeah, Lean On, I like Lean On. It, uh, I, okay, that's interesting. You don't like Lean On. Do you recall that long ago we would walk on the sidewalk in a sand? Remember, all we did was care for each other But the night was warm, we were bold and young All around the wind blows, we would only hold on to let go I got a couple of things to say about it. Don't okay. say them, man. Now's the time. <laughs> okay, let me sit for this. Oh. So, wait. Wait one second. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's going to sit for this? Are, are you going what to do, do battle rap or something? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I dropped my phone. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, so are you familiar with the original version of Lean On?
Yeah. I, I am played? not. I'm not. Dick. Lean on me? No, lean on. No, it's not lean on me. Just lean on him. Oh, no. Okay. So, basically, they have two covers, which are sort of EDM songs, right? Mm-hmm. So, that is Lean On and Where Are You Now by Skrillex featuring Justin Bieber. Yeah. Skrillex yeah. and Diplo. Yeah, Skrillex and Diplo with Justin Bieber on it, right? Yeah. Which one is that? Uh, where Are You Now? I give you the key when the door wasn't open. Just admit it. See, I gave you faith, turn your doubt into hope and can't deny it. Now I'm all alone and my joys turn them open. Tell me here, where are you now that I need you? Where are you now? Where are you now that I need you? Could I find you anywhere? When you broke down, I didn't leave ya I was by your side So where are you now that I need ya? Where are you now that I need ya? Yeah. Okay. And and Lean On is by who? Uh Major Laser. Okay. And somebody else. Uh Are are you an EDM fan, Ty? A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Okay. I'm a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our own thing, after guys. The sh- <laughs> after the show you're gonna have to tell me what that extract exactly entails. <clears throat> okay. But okay. Lean on, right? So I heard the "Where Are You Now" first, and I was like, "Oh, they went for this song. Nice. Okay, let let's see what it's about." And you know, knowing the original version and their version, I really liked how it came together and like they really. So where where are you are where are you now is what you're talking about now, right? Yeah, okay. where are you? Now, yeah. Right? So they they kind of really captured like the EDM part, right? Of course, it's all vocal, so it's pretty hard to really make it sound like that, but it just works. Mm-hmm. With Lean On, it started good, but then when they go in the whoa whoa oh in total choir, I was like, what <laughs> the heck is this? Mm-hmm. I totally do not like that part. But in a sense, it did the same thing with Where Are You Now? Because you also have that sort of high tone that's in the original where they just do a a sung melody. Which is beautiful. Yeah, that's true. But it totally captures a different feel and they don't really do it in choir, choir type of stuff for a while. A little bit. But it coincides a little bit more with the original. Right. Mm. But the way... Oh wait, oh! I would have put it in canon, but I I don't know anything about music, so <laughs> I can't say anything about that. But 
just if you hear the original and that it just no that what that does not fit for me i can see i I see what you mean though i did like how uh they that you also have an extended melody right i did like how they did that hmm but okay. for you, uh, yeah, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't apply. <laughs> no, like, like, like the beginning is okay. Yeah, I kind of liked it, but like after that, it was uh, no, kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Especially because the wet oh wet oh part. That's the most amazing part about that song for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. And it really sounds very, you know, like pumped up, electronic, and like you really start to feel the beat and really try to move on it. Yeah. And it it couldn't do that for me with that where or where or so grandiose. No. Right. It should have been more EDM, more true to the EDM sound. Yeah. Maybe more EDM or what I would like them to do is do singing in canon. Maybe that, that could have worked. I don't, I don't, I can't really, uh, visualize that i know uh, what you mean by canon but so, uh how that yeah. would sound i don't i don't <laughs> i can't really imagine can you give an example uh, yeah try to do can I, by yourself uh, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to make him sing again <laughs> i can't sing man you just did a couple of times oh yeah that's not singing just this as I said, I just want to hear an example. That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, okay, I, I see your gripes with Lean On, but uh, do you have any standout favorites, maybe? <clears throat> uh, Yeah. So, for me, that would be... Your number one. Rose Gold. Really? My number one? The That's not my number one, but Rose Gold is a favorite of mine. And Misbehaving... singing is great sounds great but it also i had a couple of moments where i was like wait is this like fake like electronically produced music <laughs> and, and then went back like no this is an acapella group so it can be and i was like wow that's amazing to make it s- can almost sound like it's produced they do that a couple with a computer you know, like, you know yeah. who doesn't like uh, th- this kind of acapella is Kish. No. Um, <laughs> no, she likes really, like, j- like almost old school, you know. Like, when you watch Pitch per- uh, uh, Pitch Perfect, uh, the the old group, you know, the old uh, guys who, the the, the guys oh, like who the were supposed to be the barbershop sort of. Uh, yeah, the barbershop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What, it, it sounds too produced? Yeah, you do see, you do see though, you see the, you do see though that that influence is still present. 
No, definitely, definitely. With what they do. I mean, they yeah. just updated it a little bit. Right. True. And, like, my personal favorite, Take Me Home, that is kind of the track that is mostly kind of like that old style type of group. Yep. Definitely. More like Boys to Men kind of uh, harmonized uh, acapella. I do think Kish would like that, though. Yeah, she would like Take Me Home, I think. Yeah, uh, of all of the ones listed, I think Take Me Home and maybe New Year's Day she would like, probably. Yeah, just just forcibly put some headphones on her and then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> First, give her and relax. <laughs> and, and the thing I really Xanax. like about um, <laughs> Take Me Home is... It kind of reminds me of, about the '90s type of R&B mm-hmm. type of music, for one. Yeah, and also, um, Avi is it right? Yeah, the bass. His bass on there. Mm. Yeah, uh-huh. his bass and how it comes through. And, uh, man, I'm so envious of his voice. Tell you, man. I wish I could sing like that. Like, oh. Hey, next next man, time they're they're in town, we're going. Uh, to... I mean, you should hear that. <laughs> hey, you deal, should man. hear him live. Deal. I mean, your whole body trembles. <laughs> nice man deal deal definitely I'm, I'm, I want to go back to misbehaving because uh, mm. you see me struggling with coming up with favorites right mm. but that's because um, I, I like songs for different reasons and for misbehaving I think that's a favorite of mine in terms of songwriting I really like the, the lyrics mm-hmm. yes good lyrics mm. I mean it kind of reminds me of myself when I'm away from, from home and you know, uh, like when I'm on vacation and I'm partying, you know. You misbehaving? Well, no, I'm not misbehaving. That's what you're saying, and that's what you're saying in the song. We're not, I'm, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm maybe I might act a little crazy, but I'm not misbehaving. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, li- yeah, I like, that, I like that sentiment. You know, being able to to enjoy yourself, but still being loyal. Right. Yes. Yeah. So basically, like when you're out there partying by yourself, everyone is kissing around you, and you're just dancing by yourself around. No, the what it means <laughs> is that when you finally do it with somebody, you put on a condom. That's all. Wow. No nope. <laughs> interpretation, guys. Interpretation. <laughs> oh. oh wow, wow, <laughs> I thought wow, I meant wow. like, hey, babe, I'm being bad, but I'm not misbehaving because I got a... no. Wow. Right, never mind. <laughs> I see things differently. Yeah, we might have to send them an email to see what they what they really mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about what I <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Okay, we, I think uh, the two songs we haven't talked about yet are uh, Rev and mm. First Things First. Mm-hmm. And Water. We haven't talked about Water, water either. Mm. So, um, well, start with Rev. <laughs> Maybe I got just a little too much pride To let you back into my life You think I miss you, nah, nah, Maybe you thought about what you put me through I'm sorry, it's no overdue You wanted it, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Do it. Say, yeah, 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 yeah. 
any ideas. Don't remember. Intro's nice, but for the rest, to me, it's too poppy, I think. Yeah, this is definitely a, a song for the radio, right? Yeah. That, that's true. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's catchy. Yeah, it's one of those songs that could have easily been written for somebody else. You know, right, like a Taylor right. Swift or uh, a Katy Perry. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good song. I, I like it. I mean, it's not my favorite, but uh, it's a uh, you know if you if can only have so many favorites, Clay. Yeah, right, yeah, true. And, and we're interested comes, in one favorite, guys. Was well, that I should was. only be one favorite? I want. That's what the word favorite means. Okay, well then, uh, if you ask me, my favorite is Rose Gold. But um, okay. um, yeah, this song I wouldn't turn the radio if it was on. Uh, you know, I wouldn't change it to NPR again if it, this was on. NPR. <laughs> Out of all the radio stations, that's my that's my number one station. If if Kai isn't in the car, I'm listening to NPR. You guys listen to NPR in Harlem? Just just curious. Do you even know what it is? I know what you it is. To that. I know do know what it is, but we don't really have NPR. Yeah, I didn't think so. I could listen to NPR if I want to. Yeah, you can you can listen to segments on the on the website, of course. But uh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. anybody. You can pretty much listen to any station anywhere, but uh, I just wanted to know where, how that would even reach you all. What what made it come up? NPR podcasts. Um, podcast, yeah, they're responsible oh, for a couple of podcasts, of course. But I yes, I, yes, I, I, I right, used to right. listen to a lot of uh, Fresh Air. It's a good show online. Yeah. With Terry Gross. Yep, yep. She's good. I love her voice. I know she could tell me. She, I I will tell you. <laughs> Secrets I haven't told anybody. I'll tell Terry Gross. <laughs> I agree. There's a Mark Maron episode with Terry Gross. Really? really? Yep. Well, a live okay. episode, actually. Oh. Okay. It's really funny how he turns the 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 chairs on on her, right? <laughs> yeah. Or at okay. least tries to. Really? Yeah. I mean, of course, he ends, I, 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 he ends up op- he ends up opening up a lot more than she does. I was just going to say that. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that he probably got flipped on while he was doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Really? She was on... Was she, I think she came on... Was it her who came on uh, another round? No, it wasn't her. I forgot. Somebody, one of the NPR people came on another round. I've you guys listen to that show, right? Another round? round? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, mm, I think I've listened to it once. But I don't remember it. Oh, Never okay. heard of it. It's a good show. It's with these two uh, girls who work for BuzzFeed, I think, or one of these places. BuzzFeed is too progressive for me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> too really? Just, uh, you, yeah. You're joking, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Buzz BuzzFeed is pretty serious. You 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 do realize that, right? Is it? They are pretty serious. Mm. Right, let's get they back dress to it up in, in less substance than less they substance? have. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get back to the album. Yeah, um, okay, so, um, Ty, you mentioned that, that a lot of you, of the album reminds you of that 90s R&B vibe. Mm-hmm. And then I guess first things first, it reminds me of the early 2000s R&B. Yeah, I would agree on that. Which I don't so hate, would, actually. I and mean, it, it really, uh, it has a nice flow to it i guess mm-hmm. who was the king yeah, or queen sure. of, of that period uh, refresh my memory 
Who yeah, was I the guess queen so. of the party? Probably Bay, right? Hmm? And don't say Cisco. Bay? <laughs> Cisco? Nah, he was before 2000. No, I guess, I guess I'm ta- talking about uh, Justin Timberlake. And, uh, okay. You know, uh, basically Timberland produced music. Mm. I mean, you even yeah. have that little focal, focal hook on it. Mm-hmm. True. And First Things First is really a song that, for me, would be the best song for the radio. I would really be in a car and like, yep, and jam on this. Telling me that you ain't fly unless you want a private jet. Telling me you ain't worth the time if you ain't made a million yet. Ain't money in the finer things. I'm your wife and I'm following. Addicted to the quantity, want that international love. Don't you know that everything you've ever wanted doesn't have a price tag on it? Earn it first, don't have to flaunt it. What you get is something flawless. Wait a minute. First things first. Uh, take a second. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more uh, radio-friendly songs. I mean, I, I guess that sing, Can't Sleep Love, the, those are real. And I guess Rose Gold as well. I mean, it kind of fits the today's pop landscape as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, yeah. the sort of more gloomy type of uh, <laughs> pop you but get the these thing, days. But the thing is that, I love it. <laughs> the thing is that Rose Gold has, I mean, the words has have more substance than a lot of pop songs today, though. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, since when are pop songs about substance? No, sometimes they do, man. Radio? Sometimes they have substance. Yeah, I know, I know they do. But <clears throat> like for most of the people who listen to the radio songs, don't really listen for the substance, right? The beat, unless they really sit down. The yeah. beat of the hook is a Trojan horse to get some substance in you. Sometimes. <laughs> that's nah, that's very true. <laughs> well, I'm 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 very curious to to know uh, because uh, the the only female singer in the group, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kirsten, uh, she only has one solo on the entire album, and that is "Water." Think she, she wrote it herself, right? Um, yeah, with the help of uh, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- uh, I think she's great. Uh, yeah, I like I like water actually. Yeah. I think she did a good job. 
Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm going going to quote a tweet uh, <laughs> myself. Uh, what time? Uh, I don't what know the time? time. I don't know the date in time, but uh, I, I tweeted out to uh, both Kevin and uh, Kirsten that this is a song that could have easily been a, a, a Taylor Swift hit. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that in a positive sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Taylor Swift is awesome, actually. I, I love her yeah. album, her last album. Yeah, I think. 1989. Yeah. I didn't know you would listen to that. Yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> I, 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 well, he's I part of the majority, it. with I guess. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But uh, um, did she re- did it respond? Uh, Kirsten favorited the tweet. Ah, uh, beautiful. Hmm. But um, yeah, I guess uh, this is one of those songs where you where I find myself really listening to it and whoa, is this really a cappella? Is this mm-hmm. really still a cappella? Mm-hmm. And I I think that's mostly because of the beat that that's under it. This really just epic beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 um, and this is the only solo of hers, right? On the, on this whole. Uh, yeah, well, she has a, a verse in, um, in, in ref, I think. Yeah, in ref, she has a, a, a verse, but that's basically it. Mm. Does Kevin have a singing part on this album no solo parts well except for the the rap and sing but uh otherwise he does have some vocal parts here and there mm-hmm. okay. he has a really good falsetto you can know you, in water actually you know you can hear it during the bridge because hmm. for me is sometimes hard to distinguish who is who especially with uh kirsten and the one guy who sings way too harsh <laughs> mitch grassy yeah he gives me, he gives yeah. me goosebumps, that guy, sometimes. Yeah, that guy is, uh, is yeah, a beast. Yeah, he's talented. Yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah. I mean, you, you saw the live stream, right? Did you see Aha as well? Uh, That's a song where he has a solo where he just goes into this sort of operatic, like... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put, put a soundbite of that awesome. in here, uh, Clay, please. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> of, of which song is that? Uh, Aha. Uh-huh. It's, okay. a, it's a cover of uh, Imogen Heap. Uh, and uh, yeah, Mitch has a solo there and it just goes to the most extreme heights. find that voice like oh crazy <laughs> yeah. okay so i think with that we've covered all of the tracks of the album i mean of course uh, there's also cheerleader Not really, cause oh, I think that I found myself a 
which I don't have much to say about. Maybe you want to use. It's a nice song. I mean, it's the most. I, th- I guess it's the most straightforward rendition. cover that they did. Uh-huh. It's probably one of the most well-known, along alongside with uh, "Where Are You Now." But uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I think "Cheerleader" is a bigger hit than "Where Are You." Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know which one is sure. bigger. I, gu- I guess there are ba- I, uh, maybe they, they might hold one, the one and two spot actually. Yeah. Wh- which one? Which yeah. one? Yeah, I, either cheerleader mm-hmm. or uh, where are you now? Where oh, are you okay. now? Okay. Yeah. Um, there's get, one thing I wanted to ask. It was a good rendition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I, I I also wanted to ask you guys. Uh, I mean, Jason Derulo is one of the notable features here. Hmm. Uh, how do you think he did? Um, which track? If I ever that? fall in love, <laughs> the Chai song, oh. which uh, which uh, Clay always skips. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't always skip it, but but it is it is uh, of two songs. Uh, it's going to be the one that skips mo- gets skipped most. Not the crack is less, but this one, yeah, most. Hmm. I see. So I I don't really know. I mean, the towards the end is he is he more prominent in the beginning or the end of this of that song? Um, well, he does the the first verse, mm-hmm. and then throughout the rest of the song, he does ad libs mostly. Mm. Yeah. But uh, um, did all right. Yeah, um, actually, I think it's one of the better vocal performances that I've heard uh, by him in a in a while. Well, if he started at the beginning of that song, whoever started, I don't like. <laughs> okay, that, that, that pretty much. Uh, <laughs> know how you feel. Settles it I for mean, you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the ending of that song to me is beautiful, and it, it actually then it's almost like it redeems itself. The beginning, it, it's 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 to me, you know, again personal opinion of course, a little bit cringeworthy. Yeah, but it's because, almost like, just you know, because you hold it to that high standard of the original. Maybe, right? maybe. You know, like if you if you ever had um any performances at school where um you know kids go up to perform songs. Like poppy songs, you know, you most people who know how to sing do them well. But then you someone goes up there and tries to do a Whitney Houston and it's like, Oh wow, you should have stuck to Britney Spears or something, you know what I mean? Just I uh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I see your point. <laughs> what was your other question? Um, I had no other question. That was, that was my question. Oh, okay. Um, so um, so uh, so but, basically, but, but, what did you think of it, though? Well, I just said it's it's one of the better vocal performances I've I've heard of of, of Jason's. I mean, the song, of course, it's it's very. It might be a little bit done to death this song, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to acapella. But um, I mean, I, I like the way it builds and and the, the basically the the sort of sh- sort of vocal showmanship that that's displayed in there, both by uh, Jason and uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really mind it. I, I well, actually, there's no there's not one song on the list that I actually skip. Not a single one of of yeah. any of the songs on this whole album. Yeah. Okay. And and you would say cracked is actually on the towards the the, the favorite end of your list. Yeah. I broke something I'll never get, I'll never get back. Brought 
got me some money A head like steel And a soul of gold And a heart that's made of glass But mine's cracked Would it would it be the favorite? No, no, it probably wouldn't. But Who is, uh, what is the favorite? Uh, if I have to choose one favorite, yeah. I guess that's still rose gold. Then okay, so yeah. so how many for rose gold? So it, it's my favorite. I'm glad I went first. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, oh, I think I'm just copying. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's Dick is your favorite of of the of all of them? Yeah. So it's yeah. it's based so so three people, uh, right? And then Ty, what is your favorite of like the whole li- uh, album? Uh, take Take Me Home. Okay. And Take Me Home for you, uh, Tosh, is up there near your one of your favorites. Yeah, it's probably the runner-up. Okay. okay. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yes. Always. Uh, so singer G. Have you have you guys ever covered uh, if I ever fall in love? Uh, no, mm. no, no. Mm. Are you we have, going we to? have we have uh, covered a few pentatonics arrangements though. Mm. Which one? Uh, Run to you, which I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. That's one of uh, the staples in our repertoire, and we're uh, doing uh, Daft Punk as well. At least attempting to. I mean, it's okay. insanely difficult. Any of those recorded? Um. Not in a public p- place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I was gonna put the clicks, uh, links to, uh, to in the so- show notes. No, might may- maybe someday, but no, not uh, not now. Okay. I mean, okay. Daft Punk. That's re- especially that one is really hard to get perfect mm-hmm. because there's there's just so so much going on. There are like three key ch- changes and uh, you know transitions that just come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Very complicated rhythms, uh, very complicated harmonies. Hmm. Okay. And it's a medley too, right? It's a medley, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So you know, working on that song or that medley, you you really see how they uh, <laughs> how they got to win an Emmy, <laughs> 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 or uh, not an Emmy, and uh, so, a Grammy. A Grammy. Grammy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Tosh. When are you guys gonna perform uh, Rose Gold? <laughs> well, first, actually, first, I want to see the Pentatonics performing because I, I'm still, I, I don't know how how they're going to translate this uh, live, right? I mean, mm. it's such a yeah, uh, the the sound is so out there. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna need robot help. I mean, I fa- I have faith in them that they can pull it off, but uh, I'm really cur- curious to see how. That's how I feel about Radiohead when I hear something on their album, mm-hmm. and then when when you hear them say it live, it's always different. But they find a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but actually, <clears throat> I thought the same thing about Cracked, not because of the arrangement, but because of how to, to, to the heights that the solo goes to. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but, mm. but I mean, Scott just nails it mm. every time. But uh, like, oh, I, yeah, I actually, I actually uh, do have another question. Um, okay. I mean, I've heard a lot of positives from you, but um, well, see, seeing as you're probably not used to uh, listening to a lot of acapella music, especially not a complete album like this. Um, no, what what is the sort of lingering thought that you come away with? Is this something that you, if they come out with another album or if another major acapella album comes out, would you go and listen to it? If it were not homework for this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, of all of us, besides you, I listen to acapella normally. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Yeah, definitely. I would listen to and I mean, anytime they, you know, I I have YouTube on usually with with just tracks that uh, are them for hours on end. Yep. So that's recognizable. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Ty. Well, the problem with me is I don't listen to a lot of albums nowadays, mm -hmm. so I probably wouldn't listen. But if I would pick up my music listening, I definitely would. Right. And Dick? Kind of the same boat <clears throat> as, as Ty. Uh, it, like, if it fell across my ear, so that's kind of how I look, get into any new music. I don't go searching for it. I, I stick to all the stuff I like. <clears throat> but if something falls across my ear at the right time and I feel a certain way about it, I'll look into them and then I might listen to an album they have. Uh, it doesn't happen as often, but yeah. I mean, it's easier to do that now with, like, Spotify. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And sure. I can really recommend going into the the rest of their discography as well. Okay. I mean, especially uh, PTX Volume Two and Three. Mm -hmm. God, it's really good. They're really stand out, and even the, their Christmas albums are are really uh, sometimes <laughs> no, actually, in the middle of the year in the I summer. Heard it was like the. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I heard it was a hit. Yeah, the, the, was platinum. Went platinum. Yeah, that's Christmas to me. Yeah, the platinum. Christmas albums like the number one selling Christmas album. Period. Yep. Is that true? I, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. So that was impressive. Yeah, I mean, for an acapella group, a five-piece acapella group, that's that's really hard to imagine nowadays with all the... That means they beat Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> mm. she had a, it was popular. It was, actually, yeah. All right. <clears throat> anyway. No, I've, I've, I think it's very interesting to talk to you about this. I mean, uh, I'm so invested in this group. Um <laughs> <laughs> It, you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Well, yeah. I told you I'm a fan like you're, you're like you're an evangelist for them in, in, in a good way, not a bad way. Yeah, but I mean, they take, um, I mean, it's not even necessary for me to defend them, right? I mean, mm -hmm. the, their talent speaks for them, for the, for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah. Also, something to check out is the documentary that they released. On my way home. I wanted to check that yeah, out. It's on Netflix really? now. So. Uh, oh really? Yeah. I, I, we can I talk about we can talk about that and in, in what we've watched recently. Yeah. Did that, uh, Did you watch it? That one? No. Or were you, when you when you have watched it, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Or, or today we can talk about what we've been watching. The, oh, you saw it already, right? Who me? No, Tosh. Yeah, no, yeah I've, probably, I've seen yeah. it many, 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 many times. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. How many times? I was only. Eight. Can you watch it? <laughs> what? How, how long is it? It's uh 
standard feature length, I think, ninety minutes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they they first released it as uh, a sort of uh, pay per view on Vimeo. On Vimeo, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could only find that one. Yeah, so I caught it there first. I don't have a credit card, so. Yeah, I made sure I pre-ordered it. So. I, uh, How much was it pay per view? I don't. For something. Yeah. Euros. Yeah. That okay. was it, I think. Yeah. But now, uh, now it looks you like can, it's, on, it's Netflix, on YouTube uh, now. Is it? It looks like it. It's on. Is this from 2015? Yeah, but isn't okay. that just a trailer then, or? Oh, is okay, it a full documentary? Um, you might be able to buy it on YouTube, right? Yeah, YouTube sells things too. Yeah. Maybe oh, that is. might be the case. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, any any final thoughts on this uh, album before we move on to the get to know your cybercast? I give it a thumbs up. Not bad homework. <laughs> great homework, actually. <laughs> no, not a punishment. And and it goes good homework. homework. <laughs> there you go. That's a win-win. Mm, great album. And I'm really looking forward to see them perform Where Are You Now. Maybe I'll check them out if they come here. For the intro. What's that? Maybe I'll check them out if they come here. Yeah, you definitely should. I mean, life, it's, it's a whole different thing altogether. Mm. And it's fun. It's, yeah. it's it's nice because I've seen them three times in a row, and at the beginning they were just fresh out the sing off, so they didn't have much of a repertoire, uh, you know, of themselves, and they were still working out the, the their performance basically. Mm-hmm. And now I've I've seen them grow to uh, like selling out one of the bigger uh, music venues here, and just uh, with with video screens and lights and you name it, you know, so. Uh, they, yeah, they still seem to get better each year. How long have they been together now? Since 2011? Yeah. They literally got together the day before they did their sing-off audition. <laughs> mm. So three of them basically already know That's each other. Ballsy. It is, exactly. But three of them knew each other basically from middle school. Yeah, right? yeah. Or, from, uh, right. Yeah, maybe even earlier, I think. Uh, right. Yeah. And then the other two were added. Um, now, what I fear sometimes, um, you know, it, is that they're really well together. And Avi, of all of the other ones I know, Avi is the only one I know or I've seen done anything independent. Uh, actually, also Kevin, right? Yeah. He, he's a cello. He plays the cello, right? Yeah. Um, what I fear is that when people become, when they become so successful that they get big heads and then their fights, like, do you do you feel that the five of them are grounded enough to be able to make it through this and stay a group or or do you feel that perhaps maybe uh they would be using this as a like sort of uh jumping board for kickstarting their own stuff Mm, that's something i fear but Mm. it's not something that i necessarily expect to happen in the near future okay because they still seem uh grounded and humble enough to um you know appreciate that what what they have built so far is, is because of how they work together. Mm, okay. Right. They okay. Had, none of them could have done this on their own. Right. So, uh, yeah, I guess if they were to split apart, um, I, f- I find it hard to imagine any of them going solo really. You, so you think that if they were to split apart, they would just maybe form another group. Maybe, yeah, I guess that, that, yeah, that would you, be, don't they need a group? Oh, you mean just being, uh, 
a singer on on music. Well, you know, like like they could go independent and and not do acapella anymore. Like right. Avi yeah, could I guess. totally do. Yeah, that. maybe like, Mitch. Yeah. Mitch could could go uh, into EDM. You know, I mean, right, right. But um, yeah, I hope they 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 stick it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I've, I've seen many many uh, <laughs> of interviews. And they say, yeah, we, we do uh, quarrel like a family, but in the end, we all have uh, the same goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And as long as that is still there, I mean, uh, there's n- there's no reason to worry, I guess. You know, like whenever whenever I see them uh, either being interviewed um, or talking, I, like the group, uh, you could you could definitely tell that the three of them. Uh, minus Kevin and Avi were they're definitely closer to each other right and they usually sit in the back behind Avi and Kevin right right yeah yeah um and so whenever uh they are talking I feel of all of them Kevin is always the one that seems like he's sort of outside like like he yeah you when they sing and when they're performing they belong but when they're talking he seems like he is removed from the group well, not fully uh, part of the group. No, not removed from the group, I would say, but there are mm. definitely some. Uh, well, okay, I'm I'm going to sound like a major fanboy now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is basically how 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 the relationships formed, right? Mm. Um, I mean, Scott and Mitch, they 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 were best friends from the beginning, and they still are, and they live together. Mm-hmm. Um. Not in a romantic way. I mean, they're, they're roommates. Yeah, I mean, everybody is assuming that, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> they want no, that but fair, I mean, fairy tale I mean, story. Okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to embarrass myself any further by going into that those sorts of details. But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, for Ke- for for Kevin and for Avi, it's the same situation. I mean, through their, mm. uh, I, I guess their their sing off adventure and then touring, they became really close. And they live together as well. Okay. Right. So they're okay. they're basically two units. I mean, uh, if somebody would be an outsider at this point, it might be Kirsten. But still, of course, because of the history that she has with Scott and Mitch, um, I mean, that wouldn't go away anytime soon. Mm. And I guess if, if you look at the the listing the, um, of the track listing, and you see how they work together in writing the songs for this album. You see a lot of cross-pollination, right? You see Kevin writing together with Kirsten. You see Avi writing together with uh, uh, with Scott. You see Scott and Mitch writing together, right? So mm-hmm. I think in the end, they're, they're still one unit, and they're in, in maybe in different ways, but still equally, equally close to one another, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I guess how you see them uh, sitting there in interviews, that that's sort of a product of how they used to set up their YouTube videos, right? True, true. And also, if you look at the documentary, I mean, they, they, they've been on, I think they've been on four world tours now. Three or four world, world tours. Mm. I mean, spending that much time together on, on, on a tour bus... Uh, I don't see how anybody could could survive being an outsider in that sort of a situation. True. We'll be so lonely. <laughs> and there's a lot of world tours in this short amount of time, too. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. So um, I guess we, we've talked a long time now. Um, I guess my my final thoughts uh, on the album are: um, I, I've had really high expectations of this album. I mean, following uh, Pentatox for so long, but I'm really pleased with the result. And uh, I'm really. I'm going to sound fanboys again, but I'm really proud <laughs> 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 of what they've done because, you know, original music, I mean, I, I know from my experience that that is one of the hardest things to do. So, um, yeah, I really commend them on, on uh, you know, the, the songwriting and the arrangements that they did here. So definitely a thumbs up. All right, so uh, I'm basically connected to this topic. I, I, I thought of uh, Get to Know Your Cyber Quest CyberQuest. CyberCast <laughs> question. <laughs> Today on CyberQuest. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I would like you guys to, to describe your past, present, and maybe future musical endeavors. Um, this can be both serious, non-serious, amateur, professional, semi-professional, whatever uh, comes to mind. Um so um maybe start with with ty <laughs> okay <laughs> um well my past musical endeavors um, i guess i started from the age of four maybe five uh, i went to music school and there they learned me the xylophone Mm. Did not know that. Because I was... <laughs> Neither did <huh>? I. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I wanted to do a music instrument, and I believe I wanted to do the guitar, I think. I'm not too sure on that. <laughs> I had a bit of saxophone. <laughs> because I was still too young to actually play an instrument, oh, okay. I had to play the xylophone. Oh, because so you can just bang on it with sticks. That's... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, and to get to know like uh, your notes and stuff, and how to create melodies and stuff. Okay. And basically, after that, I kind of got bored with it, <laughs> and then I never went back to music school until very, very, very uh, well while I was in my fifteens, I think. Mm. And yeah, when I was around fifteen years, fifteen, like more than one year. Oh, my twenties, not my fifteens. Oh boy! What was the instrument? What was the instrument then? Xylophone again? No, no, no. That was something totally different. But but I'll get to that. Um, in school. We also got music class, and we had to play the flute. Mm. And I was actually pretty good at it. With flute, yeah. do you mean and the recorder? Had... No, um, the block flute. Yeah, that's the recorder. Oh, they call yeah. it that? The recorder? Yeah, the wooden flute. Yeah. Oh, okay. With, which you hold uh, in, uh, in front of you with uh, holes on the top and bottom, right? Yeah, to record. Yeah. Okay, I never knew it was called that. That's a weird name, but okay. And I was actually pretty good at that, and I actually taught a couple of classmates how to play on it. 
So that that was pretty cool. And I actually liked the, uh, playing the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, I kind of stopped playing it when they stopped giving it at school. Okay, and then what have you done with that music skill since then? Mm, not a lot. Not a lot because I used to be able to read notes. I can't anymore, sadly. Mm. But I guess I can learn it again. You know. And also a different music endeavor was uh, playing in a musical. And I actually had the main lead in that one. Mm. Wait, which musical was it? And it was a weird uh, type of musical. It wasn't in school, like, year. Like, in the last year, oh, everybody. Right. Had, yeah, I actually yeah, wrote it together exactly. as well, or what? Uh, no, no, no. This one, we didn't write together. We actually got, like, the script with the songs. And we just had to learn it. But it was great being like the main lead. And I, I was never like, wait, what? We really me main lead? <laughs> Why? But it was it was really cool to do it, and like I really got a sort of a knack for acting through that. So that was great. And after that, we come to the fifteens, right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> So many days. And in there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got into a gospel choir at the music school, and it wasn't really like a gospel gospel choir, right? Not your religious type of gospel choir, but basically with, I believe, somewhere around eighty people, just singing, right? And you said how many? I people? was put around eight people. Oh. Yeah, so it's not like a choir, choir where you have like what thirty people or something like that. And there, I had to sing. I believe I was alto. Alto, that's that's a woman's voice. Hmm. Mm, so yeah, just sopranos. Al- alto is a wo- woman's yeah, voice. That's a woman's voice. You can, uh, as a man, you can be a tenor or a baritone. I. They just call it alto. They had like <laughs> they had like three. They had like three groups, right? They didn't sopranos. Know what, w- what is the middle one? You have sopranos. After the soprano, that, soprano, have... mezzo soprano, alto. They have sort of a overlapping range. Um, alto, yeah, and then you come to the men. So tenor, baritone, bass. Yeah, you have counter tenors as well. Those that. are though. That's like Mitch. He's a counter tenor. Hmm. No, we didn't really have that. We definitely didn't have like we didn't have to really sing like deep down, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so you're guess alto. I, yeah, they call it alto. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's sort of a misnomer then. You know what? I think you were being yeah. tricked. This flute that you play was made out of meat. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> gosh! <laughs> They need to get advantage well, of I mean, uh, if maybe uh, mm. was was your voice? Did your voice drop already at that time? Mm. 
Oh yeah, I never noticed my voice dropping, but but it, because if I it didn't, it then did. you would be able to sing alto or or, or maybe even soprano. Uh, I definitely wouldn't be able to sing soprano, but I think I could be able to sing alto. I think it wasn't very low. Yeah, it was a bit higher than I'm talking right now, but. <laughs> All right, but go go ahead, go on. Um, so so that was interesting. Uh, we actually performed once for a bunch of people, which was weird. <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of it for my. Uh, I also did a little bit of foodie loops, you know, create a couple of beats and stuff like that. Wasn't too good at it, but okay. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of my past musical endeavors. My present musical endeavors, uh, it's not a lot. I do play uh, harmonica mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I've actually been looking into getting a couple of more harmonicas. Right now, I have two harmonicas. A diatonic one and uh, I forget what the other one is called. A blues harp. And what, what tune is, what key is it in? Uh, they're both in C. Okay. And I actually want to learn a, a song, but that one is in D. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just transpose it then. Huh? So I, uh, you can with this one. No, not the, the I mean the song, transpose the song, not the harmonica. Uh, I don't. Uh, I might be able to do it, but the thing is, you should um, be. Yeah, I think. You should Just how do you learn it? Able, do you learn it by ear I, or from? No, you, so you learn it by tabs. So harmonica tabs. All right. So you don't learn the notes, but you learn which hole you need to <laughs> blow or suck. Um, <laughs> I mean, in that in that case, um, I guess with the diatonic harmonica. You can just play it like it's written, but it just will just be in another key. Right. Mm. Oh yeah. Right. If 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 it's if it's in D, then it will just be one, one note lower than the original recording or the original arrangement. Mm, I don't think it quite works like that because I do remember, especially on the diatonic one, it does differ a little bit. Especially and especially on the chromatic one, the other one I have, yeah. Uh, then it goes all over because you basically have two holes that produce the same tone when when you're blowing into it, and if you do it the other way, <laughs> it has two laughing. different tones. I was laughing when he was talking about the flute. I was the, the first thing that entered my mind was like, "Oh, this one time at band camp, I stuck up flute." That's what I thought oh, wow. when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but but I might managed to find a place where you get get uh, all scales for pretty cheap, like thirty bucks. Mm. So all right, nice. I'm look. I'm looking forward to hearing some harmonica from you. <laughs> cool. I, I only know two songs, I believe. Is there any of them Stevie Wonder? <laughs> no, that's too difficult. I think. 
I know Kumbaya and uh, what's the other one? I forgot how, how, what the other one uh, is called. And I was actually looking into a, a didgeridoo. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know why. Do you have something against like, conventional instruments uh, attack? <laughs> <laughs> you want to gazoo? That's a cool <laughs> instrument, though. <laughs> Gazoos? No, the didgeridoos. Didgeridoo? Yeah. Especially in co- combined with beatboxing. Mm. Do you know how to beatbox? You know, I know how to beatbox a little bit, yeah. I actually also did a little bit of beatboxing, but that's just me being me and just throwing something out there, you know, mm. just for for the fun of it. Mm. Cool. And that, that that is also kind of a reason why I want a didgeridoo, because you can really beatboxing like get the warm type of stuff out of there right mm. so but i don't think my neighbors would be too <laughs> happy with that so yeah cool and actually i forgot about a past musical endeavor i actually created a song well kind of a beat with a friend of mine and actually rapped on top of it <laughs> really yeah i'm gonna hear that it, it's a bad song we wrote it in like what 10 minutes or so and it's not even really completed but like we were just trying to try that out like okay how would it sound with vocals on it (laughs) yeah hey man that's how that's how stars are born Ty really yeah (laughs) yeah now was it in Dutch no, it was in English. I'm not gonna rap in Dutch, man. What? Underrated language, man. It's an underrated like, language. Like the like the spoke writers. That's a little spoke old school. Writers. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or story we <laughs> Yeah. All right, cool. And yeah, future endeavors. Mm, I still want to get a guitar. Mm, I want to learn the keyboard. I got a keyboard, but I don't play on it. Why? I don't know, but I don't make the time for it. Mm. And I want to one day really create a complete track. Right? You mean a whole album? With a beat? No, no, no. no. Oh, Just oh, one song. song. Oh, okay. Yeah, with with the beat and a good good lyrics, good hook, you know. Put it on YouTube, dude. You'll be a star. <laughs> that will be something. Either people make fun of you or they'll, they'll praise you, but just, just accept it. <laughs> they'll make fun of me. It's the internet. The internet is just inherently mean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's true. All right. Uh, any, yeah, anything that's else? That's it. Mm, no, that's uh, it. I, th- I think that's a very lofty ambition. I mean, do you do you, do you want to? Is it just making a track for yourself or actually releasing it? Oh no, just making it. Maybe I'll release it just for the fun of it. But I don't plan to make any type of money, any type of fame from it. All right, interesting, interesting. I actually didn't know you had that that much of a history with music. I knew about the choir, 
but mm-hmm. um you know all the musical instruments and uh xylophone <laughs> <laughs> it does it does seem like an instrument for you though the xylophone I actually kind of like it. So pick it up again. Maybe that's what you need instead of a guitar. Yeah, but I I need a real one, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know which instrument I also want? What is it called? Ah, I forgot its name. Oh. But it's basically like a... Accordion. No. (laughs) That's way too hard to play. Like, it's kind of like a hand harp, right? Mm. It's an African instrument. Mm. I forgot forgot his name. Mm. All right, so you're you're into the the uh, eclectic stuff, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. All right, nice, nice. Okay, I'm also very curious to know about uh, Dick's musical endeavors. Also, I know uh, some, but definitely not all of it. So, you you know some? I guess I know some of it. <clears throat> yeah. No, I've I've made a few uh, beats in my time. Um, I was trying to find a way to to share them on. Was it uh, Slack? But they, they won't upload. Mm. So I don't know where to, where to put them. I wanted to do it before the show, but oh, didn't find a way. I guess what SoundCloud is the only way. You could put it on SoundCloud, yeah. I don't have an account. I I have to go sign up and all that stuff. Yeah, it takes five seconds. <laughs> so maybe. I'll, Maybe after this weekend, I'll open the SoundCloud. You'll be famous. Put it <laughs> mm, I seriously doubt it. <laughs> kind of embarrassed. I'll just keep... <laughs> not that embarrassed. The, 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 the people but, people know, will be like, oh, it's so genuine. It's so, it harkens back to uh, the glory days of hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's going to say? You know what? <clears throat> My biggest issue is with any, a lot of things I create, whenever I come back to them in a few years, I might not like the person I was back then and I just discard it. Mm. It's kind of terrible because you don't get to see your growth mm. and, or, or you kind of just, um, just forget about it. So I've done it with my, with drawings and, and other things, graphic design. And I've done it with my music too. Like I, I don't think I ever find like a disc, but there's a couple of them that survived somehow. And like I was saying earlier, all my smut survives. I don't care how many hard drives I delete stuff that shouldn't be there. Oh, it'll find a way to stay there. And then the stuff that, like, I created, just, it stays deleted. <laughs> okay. So that's that's the past, basically? Yeah. Future, yeah, past, pe- present, I'm not doing anything. Um, I've, 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 I wanted to play around with, what is it, Premiere, Adobe Premiere? Mm-hmm. Can you Premiere for video. Make, no, no, not premiering. Audition? Uh, audition. Audition. Can you make beats from scratch from audition? In audition? Wouldn't recommend it. No? You could, but I wouldn't do it. Not not that great? No. I would go for Logic or Pro Tools or Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops is still uh, going Fruity strong. So, cool. Or um, what I use Fruity Loops is Ableton. are real serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, mine was true loop based, but I'll I'll find a way to share it. And uh, no, ju- actually, I think I made something Garage Band too, but it was very generic. Well, actually, yeah. Garage Band is I, a I, good I, place to uh, to at really? least for rough ideas. I mean, it, it's yeah, that's, that's how I look at it. You, it's rough ideas, or 
I, th- I think they try to help too much in, in some of the sounds they have. But, yeah. Cool. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, I haven't learned how to play an instrument. Um, I, I was very interested in guitar. But what I told myself is that I want my, my son to play piano. And I want to go to class with him. So I want to learn. Mm. Oh, that's piano. good. I, I just want to learn how to play, like, very basic. Like, if there's ever, like, a, a, an event somewhere and there's a piano there... I just want to be able to sit at it and play a song. And people are like, come on, can you play the piano? I'm like, yes. This is my room number. You know, like, play a song, go back to my drink. Oh, my God, he plays the piano. Something, a song that's impressive and I can just get down. But, yeah, I, I want to learn that when I when I teach him how to play. And uh, future endeavors. I, I don't know if I have any. Uh, they're vague. <laughs> They're vague, and if it if it ever does happen, it'll just it'll just be on the internet somewhere. It'll just be dropped there, mm-hmm. like a pile of either gold or crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, wanting to play an instrument that that that's enough of an investment already. Yeah, well, I think piano is good to learn, uh, but personally, I think I would have more. Uh, I I've thought more about guitar. But, you know, if I go back to what I liked as a kid, it seemed like drumming would be like ideal fit for me. I used to like to drum when I was younger. Just oh, back yeah. in, like, certain. I used to like to drum. Mm. I mean, if if I have to be completely honest, I, I would recommend starting with the guitar. Yeah? Yeah, because... Oh, over, over piano? Yeah, over piano, because the, the barrier to entry is lower. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually get away with uh, mastering a lot of techniques without knowing any theory behind it. And then the theory okay. can come afterwards. But with piano, you do really need to to start with a, some sort of theoretical basis before you really st- uh, start to play, well, you know, stuff that, that you actually want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, good tip. Yeah. So I've, I've done Getting it the other way around, guitar. but we'll get to that. You did piano first. Okay, yeah, we'll get you. Why don't you go next? You want to go last? I would prefer to go last. Can I interject real? <laughs> Can I interject real quick? Mm-hmm. I was talking about the harpy thing, right? It's actually called the kalimba. Mm. That's what I want to get. Okay. Oh, is that is that a thing with the sort of a? Uh, um... It has sort of soundboard and then some metal things over it. That you yeah yeah play with your fingers yeah, 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 yeah. exactly yeah I have one of those yeah what? yeah but sort of an, an an Indonesian one and it's not really a full scale it's just uh, I think five notes that it plays mm, okay cool but you probably I want the, the, the full band. the full scale one would actually where you can play full scales with it, right yeah but a lot of them don't because most of them have like what eight. Yeah, eight notes. Yeah. Well, it makes sense oh, because yeah. the the tone the tones they ring out so long that they will start to blend with each other. And if it's just yeah, if it's uh, like a, an actual skill, it will just uh, sound horrible. Ah, <laughs> I will bet. Yeah, definitely. You eating candy? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right, Dick. Were were you f- finished with your uh, 
musical endeavors? Yes. Uh, uh, or I'd like to play a cowbell in a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always want more. What? More cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clay. I want I want you to go next, actually. All right. So for me, um, back in the days, we always thought we were some awesome acapella group singing at the stoop, Dick. If you remember, mm-hmm. I always yes. I always thought I was awesome, and then of course I recorded myself on a cassette, and I was like, wow, I suck. Um, and then, uh, that was it for music in my past. My future has a guitar and a keyboard in it and you have it i have both one is for kai the keyboard and the guitars for me and that's my future what kind of guitar acoustic electric yeah i uh uh, tosh helped me pick it same thing with the keyboard which one was the guitar again was the war did you go with the washburn or or yamaha no i went with the yamaha all right yeah yamaha yeah those are good and the yeah and the keyboard, he also helped. Tosh also helped me pick the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And that's my future. Next. All right. That's uh, short and sweet. <laughs> uh, okay. So for me, uh, it all started with my parents forcing me to play piano, mm. which at first I, I just really hated. Um, mm. They sent me to uh, what is they, they call it the pop school. So it's it's basically a sort of alternative to really classical uh, music music school where it's mostly what, what age? I think I was about eight. Okay. And yeah, I started out just playing the the lamest songs, and uh, I just <laughs> <laughs> I, I really couldn't find any, any joy in it. And but it wasn't until I got good enough, you know, to know a fair amount of chords. And basically know my way around the piano, where I could go come up with my own music. I mean, not not uh, um, you know create music, but you know come up with music that I actually like myself and learning how to play it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there I developed a real love for um, jazz or jazz influenced pop, you know. Um, and. Yeah, I guess uh, it was just piano for a while. And then uh, around high school, I guess I was about 14, uh, I started making music together with a friend of mine, uh, Max, who I actually still make music with. But back Mm -hmm. then, it was all about hip-hop. We were just the the biggest hip-hop heads. Um, So it was uh, Fruity Loops, just wasting entire days, just, you know, working (laughs) at making beats. We must have, you know, hundreds of them stored somewhere with none of them ever seeing the light of day. <laughs> mm. Did you did you like them? Did, are you proud of them? Or? Yeah, yeah, I am actually. I mean, you see that, that we were, even then, I mean, we're still making music now, with, with some of which is actually being released. Uh, mm-hmm. And we were already starting to develop our sound and our sort of the way that we worked together back then. Because, I mean, it has really changed, you know, the way we work together in the studio. It has or hasn't? It hasn't. Oh, okay. I mean, like, I think around the end of high school, we, we stopped for a while. Um, not for any reason in particular. I think we just got occupied with other 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 things. Um, and yeah, I, I guess I, I developed 
my own musical skills during that time. Um, I, I got more invested into just playing music instead of uh, producing beats. And he got way into house music. Mm. Uh, and he actually went to school for uh, sound engineering and uh, yeah, just developed some amazing, amazing skills there. He has one of the best ears that I know. Mm. Right, He can listen to a mix and just pick out stuff that um, even after a half hour of li listening, I still can't pick up, right? Mm. Um, and then when we got back together, um, what was really interesting was that our, our musical styles basically had shifted uh, in, in diametrically opposite directions, right? So, but when, when we put it back together, something really, um, yeah, uh, something really original and something really distinct emerged. It's not really house music. It's not really soul or pop or R&B. It, it, it's somewhere in that gray area, I guess. Mm. Right? So um, we started working under the name An Apprentice. I mean, that has, mm -hmm. a, has a whole backstory as well, but I won't bore you with that. Uh, <laughs> um, go, go, go ahead. Please. Yeah? Okay. Yes. So he uh, Max, he studied uh, sound engineering at the SAE. Uh, that's a, yeah, an institute here in Amsterdam. And for an assignment, um, he had to come up with a documentary about the entertainment industry. And he thought of an idea where within the span of a documentary, he would create basically an, a, the pers persona of an artist on social media with a song mm -hmm. and then just by using social media trying to get that song as far as it could get you know maybe on radio or wherever just uh, as far as it could get and he asked me to be a part of that project and it started basically with a song which was half done and uh, i got involved basically to to finish that song so that that's the first thing i was involved with but then i was also involved with that whole social media campaign um and some pretty interesting things happened because of it. I mean, we got a magazine feature in some fashion online fashion magazine. We got wow. an offer from some French uh, record label. Um, I mean, uh, it basically got farther and, and was only within the span of a few weeks, but it got farther than we could ever imagine. But basically, the artist persona that we created for it, um, we intentionally made it so that um, people would basically assume that, that it was a woman. <laughs> Even though never, <laughs> nowhere does it explicitly say it's a woman, mm. and that it's a single person, right? So, uh, oh. and the name that we came up with was an apprentice, and an apprentice is basically a, a nod to an apprentice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess we came up with that because we were both students at the time, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, and guess we are, we were students of life, like everyone is. And <laughs> yeah, basically after the project was done, because we didn't, we didn't carry on with it after the documentary was done. Mm. What uh, year was this? This, um, wait, l let me look at that magazine feature and then, uh, I'll know w which year it is. Just a second. Mm. That's pretty cool. Maybe we should. Maybe we should have made uh, Cybercast like uh, a one per make it seem like one person, and they just have 
multiple personalities. This was uh, no, that's not gonna work. <laughs> this was somewhere between 2010 and 2011, I think. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, and so after that project was done, we thought, okay, we we have some cool music here. Because we, we actually did like the track that we came up with. We, we, we tried to make the, the most common denominator pop song that we could think of. But the result, we, we didn't think was that bad. And so we decided to carry on with that name. Um, but then trying to really pin down, okay, what is it actually that we want to make under this name? So basically the, the result until now is uh, an album's worth of tracks which we are still finalizing and still playing around with and will only release if we're satisfied, which we are not at the moment. And also under that same name, we've released uh, some disco edits. Um, one that went to vinyl actually, and uh, is now right. actually sold out. Oh, it is? Yeah. Nice. So we're hoping for... How many did you, did you print? Hmm? Your street edit? How, much, how many did you print? Uh, make? Uh, it was a small stock i think it was uh just a couple of hundred okay nice but still it still is a fun idea that that, uh, maybe around 300 people have that record actually right yeah Yeah, exactly so that's awesome though um but we're hoping for a reprint and another one is in the works for next year so we're of the same one right what of the same of the same uh album of the same uh 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 Record track, the same track. No, so a, a new set of edits as well is coming. Oh, is okay. coming out okay. uh, under okay. that. No, same. no, because when you said when you said reprint, uh, I thought you meant yeah, also reprint. Re- re- yeah, also reprint. Oh, also reprint. Hope, okay. hope, we're hoping for a reprint. We're not sure of that. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm actually skipping part of the story because in between that time, I picked up the guitar because I started mm. with piano and I yeah I, I picked up the guitar as well. I started with uh, like a, a $40 guitar that I picked up at a random, random store and just played around with by myself. Mm-hmm. Which you still have? Um, no. no. Oh, okay. I think I gave it away, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so about for about a, a year and a half, I was just playing around with that guitar by myself. Um, and it wasn't until I, I decided to, to get a teacher. Were you learning? I was. I mean, uh, you, you can get you can get by with you know just uh, looking up stuff online and figuring out stuff if you already have some music musical knowledge, you know. Uh, but yeah, once I got a guitar teacher, I mean, this, this guy, his name is Rob Verbakel. He's a Dutch uh, jazz guitarist, and yeah, he, he's really good. And it isn't until it wasn't until I, I got lessons from him that I really started to you know develop my own way of playing the guitar basically um how many uh wax on wax off sessions before you could actually touch the guitar (laughs) (laughs) well I already had touched the guitar so uh, there was no going back but yeah I mean there there a lot of it is tedious I mean a lot of just practicing your picking technique uh fumbling around with chords you know, um, but yeah, once you once you get to to, to really uh, develop a vocabulary with uh, the guitar, 
And that is something that the guitar really has over the piano that you can, within a single note, express a lot of things, mm. right? By using vibrato, by using a bend, um, mm. just by the touch, you know? Uh, or it, now, now I've pretty much gone over to electric by the pickup setting or by the, the, the settings of your amp, you know? There are all mm. sorts of ways that you can influence uh, the sound and, uh, you know, what you express with, uh, with w when you're playing guitar. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, with, with that, uh, being actually, you know, I guess guitar is now my main instrument. Piano okay. is sort of falling behind, but with that, uh, we got really inspired to, to make some, uh, more, uh, funk inspired music so that's i think that's how we ended up with making disco edits mm. and uh, yeah that, that has really paid off so far but the main the main focus now and then th that's what i guess my future musical endeavor is is to really come out with that album um you know with the real and apprentice sound mm. are you guys gonna do a funkadelics edit like a george clinton um, I don't, um, uh, we might, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do Atomic Dog. <laughs> I know. At atomic Dog? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Isn't it? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't listened to much uh, from, uh, Parliament Funkadelic. Oh, well, Atomic Dog, I'm sure you've heard it. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, and then there's also Singergy, of course, mm -hmm. um, a cappella group that I joined in 2009. Um, I, I once, uh, was singing at a karaoke night and there were two people there who were coincidentally at the time forming an a cappella group. <laughs> so I got asked to join and, uh, <laughs> Six years later, um, none of those people are in the group anymore. <laughs> you, you serious? Are you and, serious? And I'm still, I still am, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the most satisfying things that you can imagine, you know, singing a cappella, mm -hmm. uh, making music with just your voice. Um, and, yeah, I guess I started out as a baritone with that group, but since then i've basically done <laughs> i've done beatboxing i've done both tenor and bass singing oh. rapping <laughs> no alto um <laughs> no no alto <laughs> well maybe a little bit of alto on run to you mm. but that was just uh, a little bit of an exercise mm. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I mean, I mean that that's been uh, like a constant factor for the past six years, and uh, um, yeah, we're always working to come up with new, interesting repertoire. And um, I mean, Pentatonix is one of the great uh, inspirators when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. You know, just pu pushing the boundaries of what you can do with uh, with a cappella music. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, what we do is is. Uh, we started out with uh, a lot of gospel, actually, in our repertoire, mm -hmm. um, and just a few pop songs. But now we've really we're leaning much more towards pop, mm. more EDM type stuff, uh, 
Yeah, basically a more modern sound. Cool. EDM is everywhere. Yeah, can't escape it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, wow, that was a a long conversation about music. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for humoring me. Um, That's awesome. So, I guess the last thing up, uh, which in wait, 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 yeah, wait. go ahead. Your future endeavors. Uh, that that I guess lies with an apprentice for now. I mean, uh, of course, okay. I always want to get better at everything. I mean, I've picked mm -hmm. up uh, arranging uh, acapella, basically, for, for, for Synergy uh, a lot more, and uh, I want to do more with that. But So which one is your day job, okay. basically, of the two? Uh, <laughs> none of them are my day job. But <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, if, if, you had, if you had to choose, if one of them was your day job, which one would be the one that is, like, you know, that, that, that fills up the, uh, you know, the tank, you know, um, Fulfilled. I would say an apprentice. I mean, I would say a synergy. Um, I spoke about it. Well, I guess uh, uh, synergy would be my daily driver, I guess, because uh, mm -hmm. we come together every Monday. And, mm -hmm. I mean, we perform pretty regularly throughout the year. Um, with an apprentice, I mean, that, that is sort of a pet project, you know? Okay. So an apprentice is kind of the hobby then. No, so no, not, no, 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 not, not. I mean, really, they're both, okay. they're both in, in, in a strictly, they're both a hobby basically because they're not my job. But yeah, yeah, I know. But like, you uh, know, like, so like, you know, like the podcast and photography for me, which one would you say is my daily, you know, which one is it, you know, like the podcast is the hobby for me. Photography is my job. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but yeah, which one do you spend more time on? Photography. photography. You do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, f I think it's hard for me to say. I mean, creatively, maybe an apprentice uh, is, ha has a bigger role, but uh, in terms of simply making and performing music, Synergy has a bigger role because they okay. actually get to do do the thing, you know, okay. every week. Okay. So is there any new instrument in the pipeline, maybe? For me, if there's yeah. any, uh, I think the bass, but that that sort of uh, follows directly from the guitar. Mm -hmm. But I really like mm -hmm. bass. Bass is cool. Bass players are cool. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I think. <laughs> <laughs> if you start playing the bass, you're gonna have to start walking around with sunglasses all the time. <laughs> is is the bass? Uh, I heard it's easier to learn the guitar. But I've heard it's harder as well. To me, it's hard. I mean, they they have two. They have different roles. Uh, basically, I mean, the bass does the bass, right? right. So the, the, there are different sorts of melodies that you hit. Um, you're you're less worried, I guess, about chords when you're playing the bass, uh, and more mm -hmm. about supporting the the entire musical structure. Right. Um. I guess in terms of playing it, I mean, I've played a little bit of bass. And just from knowing the guitar, I mean, bass is pretty easy to pick up. But to really get to to the next level on it, that's a different story. Yeah. All right. Sounds cool. Okay. 
All right. So uh, maybe now it's uh, it's time to get into a short what we're watching, <laughs> listening to, reading, or otherwise I'll go consuming. First. Yeah, go ahead. I'm watching nothing. Next. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> Dick? Uh, <clears throat> I watched a couple of shows. I've Narcos is good. Gotham's not bad. Uh, I saw an interesting documentary, Cowspiracy, which I want uh, I want everybody to check it out. It's cowspiracy? Yeah, it's like conspiracy, but with cow. Oh. Like the animal. Okay. Cowspiracy. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's worth a look. It's not gonna affect you as much, Clay. <laughs> I was gonna say probably he has. Uh, I'm already on board, aren't I? Kind of. Okay. Well, how do you? What are you talking about? With uh, with vegetarianism. It, yeah, it goes it goes there, but see, it's not what it really was only all about. But yeah, that's okay. Um, that's the propaganda of if you, you know every documentary you're wondering like what are they trying to push here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of it. But it, I still think people should. That's why I don't want to talk about it too much. But with the name, you can guess, right? All right. So, Is it sort okay. of like food ink? <clears throat> um, that's what somebody's asked me, and I haven't seen food ink, but it's different. Okay, I'll watch probably, it. Probably similar but different. Okay. If it make that, no let's make tusk, that homework, right? guys. Come okay. on, let's make that homework. We'll just talk about it next week, uh, next time for a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't have Netflix, but 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 I'm I'll make it work. Yeah, I know you're gonna make it work, <laughs> but if you if we have to, I'll put it on. Uh, working Skype, and I, I I'll show you my TV. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's a legal option. That's a legal. Usually, I watch picture that's... in picture. It'll be something else in the corner, but just don't pay any attention. Oh gosh! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> no, but it's good. Um, okay. And that's 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 it. Okay. Listen to this album. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I, I did listen to the the recommended. Uh, not not a whole bunch, but the podcast that Tosh recommended. Mm-hmm. You made it weird. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you have trouble with the laugh. <laughs> no, I, I just, I didn't think that was like, it was, I thought it was fake. I mean, so it, that means it, I, it I just wanted to go, saw, I wanted to see him in other settings and then I looked him up in other settings and that's just kind of how he is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's his energy. I actually plays a game <laughs> yeah. in, in a lot of them where um, they do real laugh, fake laugh. <laughs> where they just, he and the guest, they start laughing, fake. Mm. And then the, uh-huh. the, the first person to get into a real laugh has to raise their hands. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that, 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 that would make it weird, but okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, his, that's his business model, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, uh, Dick, that you're watching? That's it. All right. Ty, hit us. Um, so I've been watching a whole bunch of new shows, right? Um, Heroes. Heroes Reborn. Uh-huh. Yeah. I kind of like it a little bit, but then again, I don't really like it because it has a lot of build up. And <laughs> you don't like it because what? of the build up? <laughs> yeah, because. Suspense. 
because it's a short run. It's not the full twenty episodes. It's I believe twelve episodes. I love maybe. shows. I love it like that. Yeah, I know you do. I know. Is Luther back on? I would not know. I heard it is big. I I heard it's okay. coming back. But I I kind of like it so far. Mm-hmm. And another show I'm watching is uh, Code Black. And I really I'm really a fan of medical shows. Mm. Why I don't know because I didn't have I don't have nothing to do with medical in my. Personal you life. don't know so, you want America. Yeah. The world is obsessed with medical shows. That's what it makes me. So it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the great thing about this show is, you know how a lot of medical shows are like really polished and like the set looks good and stuff like that. With this, it re- looks really packed and like the set is like, it looks, it has the feel of like an actual hospital. Which you would see in your daily life, you know, because if you look at the floor, it's all scratched up. If you look at like the board, you can make any sense out of what's on the board, you know, and that that's the thing I really like. It's more realistic for me. Okay. There might be some cryptic message in the board. <laughs> Did you hear about the Homeland? Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys watch Homeland, but... Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. You're talking about when they wanted to make the set, and they're like, you just, just write some stuff on the walls, and people are like writing, Homeland is terrible, the show is racist, because every time they have yeah. like a person that's Muslim, they're a terrorist, and I'm just like regular people. <clears throat> mm. So yeah, they wrote a bunch of... They wrote a bunch of stuff on the walls that... Nobody knows what it says except for if you know how to read it. <laughs> oh, it's it's in another language. It's in yeah. Oh yeah. I believe it's in Arabic. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It looks Arabic. Oh, okay. <clears throat> cool. So yeah, there might be an extra message in the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be. All right. That's All it. Right. Anything else uh, you're invested in? Uh, no, that's the only thing worth mentioning. All right. Okay. And you? For me, um, I would like to talk about a few movies that I saw at the Park Festival that I went to uh, last week. Mm-hmm. So one of the major uh, movie theater chains here, Pate, they do a yearly festival where they show five early premieres in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and two of the I'm two of the five that I saw that day, uh, they're really uh, highlights. So uh, there was uh, me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Hmm. Okay. Despite That's the strange new. title, uh, what's that? Is it new? Uh, yeah, it's new. Hmm. I've heard about it for a while. Now. Yeah, maybe maybe it's new just here. Maybe it's been out there for I got a you. bit longer, I got, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one uh, I really like the, the the sort of uh, the tone of it. It's re- it's lighthearted, but it hits on a very heavy topic. It's basically about a uh, a high school student who was in his final year, and basically forced by his mother, uh, befriends a a schoolmate of his that has leukemia. Mm. 
Um, and basically, the final half hour of the movie had the entire room just weeping. Not even mm. just tearing up, but weeping. It was like... <laughs> mm. I don't like those movies. They make me feel... I love those movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that one, uh, I mean, I think it was from the creators of Juno. And it does. Is capture. it like? Is it kind of like mm. the default in our stars? Is it kind of like that movie? I haven't seen that one, but I can imagine it is. It's the same sort of uh, topic. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Juno's. Yeah, good. and also what, what sort of made me think of um, the the main character and a friend of his, that's Earl in the title. Uh-huh. They make movies together. Uh, they they oh. make like parodies of of classic movies. So they make like a, a sockwork orange. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it really reminded me of me when I was that age. Mm. I used to do the same thing with a friend of mine, or just fool around with silly movie ideas. I would, I would make a cockroach orange. That's when I lived on a farm with chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Could you could you imagine could you imagine if we had things like iPhones when we were in high school? Man. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, the, especially the iPhones, you know, the 5S or 5 and up, right? I mean, could you imagine? You had, to, you had to bring it back with tech. Good. Good. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're tech podcast. I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. So, that that was a real highlight that'd be, of the Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. And the other movie that I would like to recommend is A Perfect Day. Um, mm-hmm. It's about uh, a crew... Who, uh, that works for an NGO uh, in the Balkans around uh, 1995, um, and it's basically about their their daily routine, where they just try to help out, where sometimes that's basically impossible because of, you know, the circumstances, the the bureaucracy, War. Uh, the yeah yeah it's around that time, um, and basically uh, the UN interfering and you know so. <laughs> Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, but the <laughs> the, the, the thing is, it, 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 you could you 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 expect when it's set in that period and in that area, it must be a really, you know, tragic story. But it's not. It's just uh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name? A, 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 a perfect, perfect day. day. Oh, that's uh, Benicio de Toro. Oh, I like him. You know, as he gets older, he's <laughs> starting to look m- uh, more and more like a, a, a Hispanic Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> really? He always looks like a little Brad Pitt. Love it. Well, now with the scruffy uh, face, uh, even more. You know? <laughs> mm. Even more so. Did they play the song Perfect Day by Lou Reed? I don't no. know if they did. I don't know that song. <laughs> they might have. I-, I hope I'm saying it right. Yeah. <laughs> now that made me think of it. It's like maybe they played as a song in the in the. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't know. Soundtrack. I wouldn't know. Uh, so yeah, the, the, that's basically uh, most of what I've been watching. I mean, what I've li- been listening to, we already know. So. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Cool. All right. Cool. So. Ty, where should we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, ty09, and also a little bit on Instagram. But I haven't been active on there for like months now. I think mm-hmm. so. <laughs> Get into it, man. 
Yeah, I should. Alrighty. And Dick? Uh, you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on Twitter, man, but uh, just Dick underscore daily on Twitter. You can find me on Snapchat, but I'll just be a uh, just unfriend me after midnight. Oh boy! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, after midnight, is at your own that, risk. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's about it. Alrighty. And Clay, where shall we find you? CW Daily, anywhere that matters. And where shall we find you? I'm uh, at Tosh Palak on the Twitter. And my website is www.toshiropolak.com. You can find Cybercast also on Twitter at C-Y-B-R-C-A-S-T. And our website is www.cybrcast.com. Check us out. Leave a comment. Rate it. Share it. Do it. Say bye, guys. Do it now. Bye. Holla. Bye bye. <laughs> Lock the gate. Uh, later. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Return to your regular scheduled programming. And a one, a two, a three. What was that, man? Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, we're doing uh, PTX style, right? Ba-doom, ba-doom, doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Welcome. 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 <laughs>